The Prentice also Heating and Air Coaches Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSSports.com. This portion of the show is brought to you by Dr. Automotive in Smyrna, Jay Mullins Jewelry, and Carpets by Osborne. Back on this Saturday morning, and uh, we continue the Eagle Bowl conversation. Coach Chris Lynch joins us this morning, uh, coming off a, a tough night at Collinwood. Uh, Coach, first of all, good morning to you. Hey, good morning. Um, boy, Collinwood's a tough place to go play some basketball, isn't it? It's definitely far. So, uh, you know, it's a long trip and winding roads down the Natchez Trace. So, yeah, it's a pretty tough place. I know um, that was a game that was back and forth, and it was it was close all night. It seemed like one of those grinded-out games. It was. I think the largest lead either way was five or six. So it was pretty close all night. I want to think it was three at halftime. So we had the lead at half, and you're right, it was close the whole way. Yeah, um, you know, in, in games that are close the whole way, I mean, there there are a few things that go either way. You could have a different outcome. Uh, what were those in your mind looking back on last night's game uh, that were, were maybe the keys of the game? Well, we had, we had several turnovers that were uncharacteristic of the way we played. We missed. Lots of shots around the basket. We got lots of shots around the basket. And, you know, it just takes one or two, and that's the difference in the ball game. So we uh, also got in foul trouble. Uh, Liza McLaren, Mia Thompson both fouled out. We usually play about six. So we were, you know, into our bench deeper than normal. And... Oh, it was just a rough night, especially when shots aren't falling, and uh, you know you you got to finish, you got to finish around the basket if you want to win close ball games. Yeah, um, didn't know about the the foul trouble last night, and and those are really things that you can't plan for. That's not something that you work up in practice, I wouldn't think. And it's just how do you react to that? And um, when when you lose two key players like that, that has to be pretty tough how do i react to the calls well no i can imagine how you might have reacted to a few of them <laughs> no I, I really tried not to have any uh reaction at all at this point in the season so and it wasn't just eliza and mia in the first half brinley and isabella they they were also in foul trouble so most of the night, we were, uh, you know, out of our rotation, of our of our normal rotations, it seemed like. And, you know, it's just tough. And the way you react to it is you've, you've tried to practice and put girls in situations. And I thought they did a great job. We just, you know, didn't put the ball in the basket. So we, we got the shots, and I thought – you know, ran our offense really good at most times to get those shots. Thought our defense was great, and then we held them to 36 points. And it's, uh, 
you know, it's just not frustrating. It's kind of heartbreaking to end your season like that. I thought the girls played really hard, and you know, you, you, they did what you asked them to do, and sometimes the ball just doesn't go in. Yeah, I mean, it it was uh, a low-scoring game, 36-32, which is is kind of a testament to uh, the the defense that you were able to play against uh, a Collinwood team who I think had been putting up some pretty good numbers. They have. They're they're and they're a good team. They're they're real strong and they're they're of course bigger than us, which every team is. But you know we're we're used to that and. You know, like I said, it's just that you know, a couple of shots fall. We're we're right there, and you know they they made the plays that they had to do to win the ball game. So you know you got to tip your cap to them and move on. Our our four seed almost beat their one seed. Fayetteville City lost it to Buzzer on a last second shot uh, by Wayne County. So our one seed beat their one seed by. I think 40, 46 points or 45 points. So like 56 to 11. And our second place team, Huntland, beat their third place by 32. So I uh, I expected, uh, you know, our side to do really well, and we almost swept it, but almost doesn't count. So uh, I think it, it shows that when you play, Teams like Huntland, it's you know ranked fourth, and Moore County is ranked eighth. When you play those teams, you know we played Huntland and Moore County five times this year, and all since Christmas. So we've had some, and, and played them close all the way down to the wire each time, and just kind of let you know where you are. And you know, unfortunately, last night we just didn't shoot it like we we are capable of chris i i, I did want to talk more about the uh the district that you're in district 9a and it uh, it has to it has to get you ready for games like last night at collinwood because you you mentioned huntland and moore county and you know moore county winning the uh the district tournament a team that you've played really close all year, Huntland as well. Those those have to make you better, and as young as you are, that's only going to um, really help you in the years to come with this young team. I think, you know, they they uh, have been put in situations all season long, and I was looking at scores last night of teams that we've beaten and how many of them are moving on. It just it almost makes you sick, like, we beat Community, and they were the one seed in Double A, and they beat a team like I don't know, it was like sixty-five to four. It was ridiculous, and you know I'm thinking, well, that first round game was a lot closer than our first round game, and then Chapel Hill was their two, Forest was their two seed. They won by about forty points. We beat them twice this year. White House advanced. We beat them this year. Pearl Cone advanced. We beat them this year, and, you know, it seemed like the list just went on and on. And um, But, you know, you get stuck in a, in a district and a region that's very good, and, you know, it's just tough. So, but, I mean, I, that's the way you want it to. I guess you want it to be really good. And, 
you know, you you kind of look at SEC football when you when you have a team that's probably mediocre in the SEC, they'd probably be one of the top teams, in, you know, any other conference. But you know, that's where they are. So, and you know, I feel like over the last few years we've been the top team, and we we set ourselves up with that good matchup, and we didn't do that this year. So, you know, you kind of have to play the hand you're dealt, and you know, it's a bit. The team that that I have, they're very tough, and I told them last night I was very proud of them. I played very hard, and they've done that all season. They came ready to play, and it's hard to get off a bus after, you know, over a two-hour bus trip down some winding roads, and you know, it's it's uh, just means a lot, or says a lot about you know their character and what they can do. So. Chris it was a tough night, and it's always hard to end. Yeah. You know, had one senior, Maddie Richter, and you know we told her we appreciated everything she's done for our program, and you know she she'll go on and do great things. Well, I, I did want to give you the opportunity um, here to kind of, and it's hard the day after, and uh, as emotional as it is, it's then all of a sudden over. But that that's just kind of the nature. Uh, of of basketball but uh, you mentioned Maddie but your typical starting lineup freshman sophomore sophomore freshman sophomore so you you have to also feel encouraged that uh, you've got several more years with the with this bunch yeah and you know Alex Claire is a junior so uh, she she started down the stretch once we had a little injury and then she worked her way in the lineup so but we we started a junior, two sophomores, two freshmen, mm-hmm. and um, you know they we lose. You know a lot of the you talked about Moore County who won the district tournament. They're losing four uh, starting seniors. Huntland's losing one really good starting senior. Fayetteville's losing, I think four seniors that play, three that start. So the district was, you know, had a lot of really good senior players. And, you know, we lose Maddie, who was was the glue to our team, and, uh, you know, helped us out a whole lot. So uh, we'll have to come back and, you know, go to the drawing board and see what we we have to do to get better. But – you know, with that, the the future looks bright. I mean, and you had this this young team in the mix with uh, these senior laden teams, and um, I'm sure that that's some encouragement for them to uh, you know keep after it, keep working on putting shots up and getting stronger and and working toward next year. Yeah, and you know that this group they they probably they don't want to hear that right now. Um, you know they were ready to compete this year. So, but with that being said, now that it's over, you know, they they have some some work to do, and you know work on getting stronger, work on skill work. You know several will play, you know some AAU, some will just do some training, but you know you if you just stop where you are, there's no improvement. So. I know this group works hard, and uh, you know have have several three sport athletes 
which is rare. And, you know, I, I love to see them go and compete in other sports. And, you know, we have Riley Warbritton and Brindley Bain going on to softball. That wouldn't have shocked me if uh, they tried to go play today if they had something. But because um, they're just competitors. And, you know, Brindley's getting recruited by every school in the country. She, she'll probably go play softball anywhere she wants to. And, you know, she she plays basketball, and I, I love that they, you know, use their talents and uh, play other sports. I think, you know, that, that, that keeps them sharp. I think it keeps them competitive. And I feel like if you're a softball coach at, you know, Oklahoma, number one team in the country, or you're, you know, Georgia's and all those schools that are so good, you know, they're they're looking for competitors. They there's there's really good softball players everywhere, but I think you want a really good softball player that's a competitor that that brings a lot to the table and I know she's that way and that's part of the reason she's so heavily recruited. So it's it's nice that, you know, she can step out and play basketball and play it at a high level and then she goes to play softball and play it at the highest level. So you know, it's it's good to have players like that on our team. We have a bunch of players that play volleyball, and our volleyball team went to the state tournament and made a deep run. So, you know, I feel like all that's, that's different at our school. I feel like we all try to, you know, encourage each other to, to do those things and, and bring that success to the next program. So we're looking forward to that, and upcoming years and it wouldn't shock me if you know the softball team made a really deep run this year they were state runner-ups last year and uh, it'd be nice to get the gold ball at, at Eagleville this year so and then you know it'll carry on the volleyball and and also golf was really good this year so um you know and then it'll roll right around the basketball so those girls are you know they're competitors and 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 they're winners well, basketball will be back around before you know it, Coach. Uh, I, I do appreciate you spending some time with us. Always uh, enjoy talking Eagleville girls basketball with you, and uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Appreciate you having us on. You bet. Thank you, Chris. That's Chris Lynch, the head coach of the Eagleville girls here on the Prentice Alsop Heating and Air Coaches Corner. Coming up next, MTCS Cougar Corner. 